it's hardly the beginning of the year and already there's assaults left and right. Did you hear Biden's latest attack on um, conservatives and Christians and Catholics and call, you know, basically linking all you sweet folks out there with being dangerous terrorists because they want to tie it into the insurrection narrative. Well, Tucker Carlson gave us a gift this year. He blew it up three days ago. He had a uh, congressman come in and share the research that over 200, maybe 300, maybe 400 FBI agents were dressed like MAGA people and working all angles to get people into the Capitol and direct them into offices. It's a, it's a bombshell. And I guess you haven't heard it. Because there's so much news happening all the time, it's hard to keep up with the latest alien invasion of planet Earth. But this one's big because it destroys the attack on the so-called nationalist movement and Trump's dangerous people. Oh, they're going to still come at it. Like Joseph Goebbels, they're going to try to sell a big lie. But the truth in America is going to take off like a prairie fire. Now, as the winter is here, snow is here. So you want to go to this address. Go to lancewellen.com forward slash patriot so you can order your special discount and get a hold of your first 30-day uh, food supply. Then we're going to go right into my special report with Mario Murillo and Todd Coconato on a new format I think you're going to love. It's the three of us talking about current events in ways you have not heard it before. Let's get into it. Well, buckle up, because tonight on Firepower, we have breaking news. The January 6th insurrection narrative is collapsing. And you may not hear this conversation anywhere else. I have the dynamic duo of Fire and Glory with Mario Murillo and a special edition tonight, Lance Wallnow. And so uh, there's the conversation possibilities are endless. I'm going to go ahead and bring in my friend Mario Murillo. Mario, we have breaking news that I don't know if anybody else is talking about this other than maybe Tucker Carlson. Uh, the entire narrative of January 6th is falling apart. What do you think yeah. about this? Uh, right to the point. Uh, we've had a lot of smoke, no fire, no ability to nail down the fraudulent nature of the insurrection, which is the centerpiece of Biden's reelection campaign. And now it has fallen apart. And I can't think of a better individual than uh, Lance Wallnow. And let's bring in Lance right now to Firepower. How you doing, Lance? I'm doing well, Mario. I'm glad to be back with the team again. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, quite a shocking video to show the people. But I think uh, something like this needs some preparation. Yeah. Could you uh, tell us who this individual sure. is that's sure. with Tucker? You know, the, and, uh, uh, what do you have? the thing that's interesting is that in the Bible, in Haggai, there's a verse that says that the plumb line is in the hands of Zerubbabel. It's a fascinating little verse. And what it means is that there's, there's a responsibility we have in the body of Christ to not be swayed by every wind and doctrine, by every news cycle, by every... Uh, we could all be easily hooked by various things that bother us or get us, but a true servant of God has to stay well-oiled in the spirit and rise above those triggers. And, and we've known something about the election, that it was stolen. We knew something about COVID, that it was being manipulated. We knew something about the ballots that was unjust. We knew something about January 6th, 
that it was, it was a setup. We knew something about the laptop with Hunter, that even with 51 um, you know, high-level security intelligence clearance um, leaders, deputies saying it's Russian, we knew there was legitimacy to it. What I'm saying, Mario, is the real work of a prophetic discerning spirit in media for the church in America is to stick with the plumb line anointing and know not to be moved or manipulated, but to stick. And then the facts eventually come out and confirm what you've known all along. Now, there are people, you and I talk about this, secular prophets. I always felt Rush Limbaugh fell yeah. into that category. Tucker Carlson yeah. is another one who has a tendency to have an instinct about something, uh, a bit like Laura Logan. There are journalists who have what I would, all I could say is it's almost like a discerning meter, and they go after the real story, and then they have the courage to put it out. And I want to say right now that I think in the last 48 hours, last three days, breaking news has come out, and it's, it's, it's got to be amplified because it shatters the entire foundation of Biden's insurrection, bad MAGA, bad Trump, Nazi uh, attack right. on us. And you'll see in, yep. this, uh, in the material that we've got tonight the extent to which this, this dangerous uh, virus has gotten into the Department of Justice, into the FBI, into the Oval Office, into the media. And we're going to have uh, literal information from a man working in Congress, Clay Higgins, who is a Christian who's made it his responsibility to work in looking at all the documentation and data of January 6th in order to work uh, with, with the new Congress on putting it in front of the people to get the truth out. Okay, right now, Todd, I think you need to, I need to ask you right directly. Don't you think that exposing the insurrection as a fraud is singularly a central issue at this moment in American history? Well, 100%, because if you think about it, there's a whole litany of things that happened after that that wouldn't have happened if this didn't play out the way it did. I mean, I think of the movie Wag the Dog. That's basically what's been done here, is this whole thing was planned out, and now what's coming out is the conspirators, the co-conspirators are coming out, they're getting unmasked, we're finding out there were uh, many, many agents in this crowd, people that were, uh, you know, coercing the people, come in here, come here. I mean, we, we've all had this unction. When we went, you know, I, I prayed about this right when it came out. And I always felt there was something wrong. And I know you did too, Mario. And, and any Christian that has discernment that's watching this, we've all felt the whole time when they were, you know, putting this whole narrative out, there's something not right about it. And now what's been done in darkness is being brought to the light. And I think that, uh, so now I think we're ready to run the tape. But before we do, I want all of you that are watching to share this program. And I want to tell you why. You're going to hear something you can't hear anywhere else right now. I'm telling you, this is life and death. This is it. And the material that you're about to see is coming from probably the most credible source that we can possibly uh, video, show on video on this program. So to set it up, he's talking about the FBI's involvement. Uh, and, and why don't you speak to that, uh, Lance? Speak sure. to what this video is going to be about. You're, we have about a 37-minute interview or so that Tucker recently did with Congressman Clay Higgins unveiling the true story about January 6th. And, and, and there's so much information breaking out now because of this. Uh, but basically, 
In, in, we can only give you a portion of that because of the limited amount of time we have with it, and we have an unrehearsed conversation as it is. But what we've got is he is saying the Democratic Party and the highest levels of the intelligence apparatus in, in the intelligence community have a vast network through the FBI of participants that are embedded in Antifa, BLM, all uh, the Proud Boys. All, they, the FBI has thousands of agents embedded that they can manipulate and orchestrate and coordinate with to bring them out as plainclothes undercover participants in addition to the hundreds of actual agents who were tasked with specific work to do dressed as MAGA Trump people in order to facilitate the breaking in and then directing the traffic when in the building into the labyrinth that you actually takes years for a congressman to know how to get around that, that labyrinth. And none of the, by the way, none of the, like Pelosi doesn't have her name on her door. So they had to guide people to where to go. And this is what's being exposed now, but I want you to hear it directly from the congressman as Tucker's, in typical Tucker astonishments, dropping his jaw and staring in disbelief. But we've got the goods. We need to see it. To des destroy the entire mega movement, to, to forever stain the, uh, the patriotic fervor that was associated with, with the America First mega movement that had won in 2016 and we believe won again in 2020. And the, the establishment uh, on both sides of both major parties were determined to, to smash that out of existence, not just by defeating Trump, but by destroying the, uh, the reputations of the movement itself, by creating this narrative that, that was totally false uh, but but was heavily pushed that the that mega Republicans, America First Republicans, are somehow a danger to our republic and a, a domestic terror threat. There's a whole nother story about what the FBI has done to tagging Americans as uh, suspected domestic terrorists and and following us as we travel across the country. But the the bottom line is that uh, 200, as a, I, I believe, is a conservative number. Personally, I think there were, there were many more, but a number that I'm comfortable going on record with is that we believe that there were that there were easily 200 FBI undercover assets operating in the crowd, uh, outside the Capitol, embedded into groups that entered the Capitol or provoked entry of the Capitol and working with FBI assets that would have included Metro Police and Capitol Police that would dress as Trump supporters inside the Capitol because those were the guys that knew their way around the Capitol. So given the scope of the operation and the number of, of doors where uh, entry was allowed or even encouraged um, than the and the number of people that were actually outside the Capitol and it entered we believe 200 is a conservative number yes sir it's it's shocking what you're saying it confirms everyone's worst suspicions about this it's clearly true um, 
It's clearly true. I, first to you, Todd, and then I want to ask Lance something. And, and Todd, this is, a, this is an important question. The centerpiece of Biden's reelection campaign is going to be to frame MAGA as a terrorist threat, a domestic terrorist threat. What do you believe what you just saw in this video does to that argument? Well, completely dismantles that argument, which is what we've already known, is moms and dads that go to their school board meetings that are concerned about LGBTQ being pushed on their kids. That's not some terrorist. That's a concerned parent. People that love their country, that's not a, a crazy Christian nationalist. That's a person that loves the country because they don't want to see it uh, go downhill like the way it's going right now under this administration. So uh, this whole, uh, what's coming out in this explosive broadcast today and on Tucker is going to literally dismantle their entire linchpin, if you will. It's, it's the cornerstone of what they've tried to utilize against MAGA and the movement and saying that we were these insurrections. Well, first of all, if it was a real insurrection, you think about this, okay? We're talking about a lot of ex-military, ex-law law enforcement. Uh, you know, the right tends to have a lot of people that are very astute when it comes to guns. If there really was an insurrection, it would have been done. It would have been over with. No one was carrying guns here. Uh, and then you have these 200 agents embedded in the crowd um, that's a lot of people, 200 people. I mean, that's enough people to to funnel, you know, hey, follow us. And think about Ray Epps. You know, Ray Epps was out there. You know, there's another a video of a guy telling people, hey, come in here. And, and, you know, they're moving the barricades away. You got the D.C. mayor that that did turn down the National Guard. I mean, if you think about this, all the evidence is now lining up and it's what we've all suspected but here it is. And so we've got to blast this out. Everybody's got to understand what's happening here because this is one of the biggest, because this then leads to the investigations in the Congress. Think about it. This all was one thing after another. Uh, we probably would have looked into some of the voter fraud if this didn't happen. Think about all the different things that would have gone differently if this, this event didn't happen. So as far as I'm concerned, this is a psychological warfare operation. Okay. Now, Lance, uh, I've worked with you so much that I know that I could ask you a question, but there's something on your mind, and and it's what we need to address. But I, I'm going to at least try a question, and that is this. Uh, we now know that this happened, that it wasn't real, that it was a fraud, that it was trumped up, and that it was made up for the purpose of keeping power and discrediting a movement. Now, in the church, there is tremendous misgivings by many about being associated with Trump and reelecting Trump and working with him. I think this does something to that. I think it affects it in a specific way, which is this. We are in a battle locked between good and evil. You said principalities and powers. We need voices that tell us what to do now. Here's the material. We just showed you what happened. What is the next step? What do we do, Lance? All right, and, and that's, that's a necessary question. The first thing is to prepare yourself so that you can give an answer to him that asks you a reason for the hope that is in you. This is basic biblical thinking. The assault on Christians is what Satan is after right now for this reason. Right. Christian turnout at this election can be the turning and tipping point because Biden's support is crashing among key demographics. Now that's assuming he's on the ticket. We won't go to that. Dealing with the fact that he is right now running, 
they see that he is losing it with African-American males. He's losing it with Hispanics and Latinos. He's using it with a younger vote, even though he's trying to buy their loyalty with uh, free college tuition. The crime rates that are going up are creating a pain point in reliable Democratic districts so that in New York, they're finding they're going Republican, which is strongholds of Democrats. What does that tell them? tells them they cannot afford to have the Christian turnout. So they're going to try to suppress Christian turnout, which is why I'm particularly irritated with the anti-Christian nationalist uh, drumming that is coming from the Russell Moore, the David French, and people in our own community who are beating up on the church. And it's all based on the January 6th. Look at what happens when this dangerous patriot Christian nationalism gets out of control. So I want to blow up the lie about January 6th forcefully, and I want to encourage our people to make sure they're mentally fortified so that they understand that the worldview of the people attacking them is based on propaganda, and that you've got to know the truth so that you can take your stand and show up. Because this year, Mario, you and I are talking about the rallies we're going to do. We may rename them because fire and glory was what God was demonstrating uh, last year, but going to the future, what Donald Trump is saying is it's going to require courage. And we're really thinking this is yep. a courage tour to strengthen the body of Christ, to be bold and to be courageous because these, these forces want to intimidate the church into backing up and not being identified with America, with politics, or with Trump. And that's Satan's ultimate narrative. The, uh, the, the, and I'll stop talking. The video segment that this, uh, the congressman, we kind of we stepped on it a little bit. The question that he was answering was, what's the reason why the FBI would do this? And he answers it, to destroy the MAGA narrative, to kill the Patriot Alliance of Americans rising up. Now that man is a Christian, but the truth of the matter is he's speaking simply as an American citizen saying, our FBI, our DOJ, our our top government officials literally wanted to interrupt the vote issue, understand what we were doing. I was there on, on January 6th. We were there as a praying election protest seeking God for divine intervention. Why? We wanted seven to 10 days. Ted Cruz was ready to speak. And on the basis of data that he had, he wanted to make an appeal for seven to 10 days and put Mike Pence in an awkward position to say, we're not wanting to overturn. We simply think the American people have a right to know the election is official. We need seven days to go back to our states. They had to interrupt that. And that's why they shrewdly said, we will shut that conversation down and shift it to the dangerous terrorism of Donald Trump. Wow. Now, what we're facing, ladies and gentlemen, in this broadcast is a choice. You can watch this, be terrified, put your head in the sand, but I think you need to take a glance at your children and your grandchildren right now. I think you need to look at them for a moment because the, the America that they will live in, they'll live in without you. You will not be there to protect them. And this is what I believe. I believe that whatever we're going to do, I was watching the game between Michigan and Alabama. The last play of the game was, it was fourth and goal at the four-yard line. 
And the announcer said something that I'd heard a thousand times watching football. Their entire season is now down to one play. And that's it. Armed with the information you're receiving on this broadcast, you should be willing to make a decision that I, as an evangelist, what am I doing politically involved? Because politics jumped the fence into my backyard. It, I did not become political. They became spiritual. They manipulated a national takeover that is real. The number one enemy that we are facing as Americans is coming from the twilight zone. It is the disbelief. This can't be real. Not in America. Solzhenitsyn once was asked this question. He said, what do you think is the most dangerous fallacy in the free world? And he answered this, it can't happen here. What happened in the Soviet Union cannot happen here. And it did happen. We woke up one morning, our teachers union, our businesses, our media and everything were, had coalesced around an ideology that could lie, cheat, steal, and do whatever it wants. You see, I am a preacher. I come against drugs and gangs. And now the biggest drug is the lie of the media and the worst gang is in the left. So that's my natural evolution. I didn't change. I am what I am involved in this. And I think that's an essential part. Now, Todd, I got to ask you real quickly. Uh, how do you believe that we ever got to the point where we could overlook the damage that was done during the BLM riots and, the other, and what Antifa did? And I think we have a chart to compare the damage of what they their so-called insurrection in this. But right. what what do you think? We have a two-tier justice system. Something's going on where they're looking at one but not looking at the other. Go well, ahead. I think it's, it, it's the level of infiltration. You know, when, when Donald Trump got in, became president, I don't think he really – here was this savvy New York businessman that was used to dealing with swamp. You know, but when he got into D.C., I think he realized how deep the swamp – is and it, 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 the tentacles are far reaching. And so, what we've understood since 2016 and before that, in watching this play out in the mainstream corporate media that's 90% owned by six corporations, you got the schools and the colleges and all the woke professors, you got all the curriculum, all the, the deep embedding and entrenchment of this swamp is so deep. And I'm going to go as far as to say they've tried to infiltrate the church because they know that the church is, is a very powerful institution. And if they can even see, here's the thing, all they really need to do is sway the swing voters. They don't need to sway the, the hardcore people that know, you know, on either side. They need to, you know, sway the swing. So if they can just kind of put in a reasonable doubt out there to these voters to say, oh, Trump is an insurrectionist or he's this and he, he was on Epstein Island, all these different little bits uh, that they're putting out there right now, which are all untrue, just like they were uh, the entirety of his presidency. Every Friday night, they would drop some big story on the Washington Post, New York Times, and then they would talk about it all weekend. So what we're seeing is a continuation of that, because like you said, Mario, they don't have any other plays. But the thing is, is that you've just hit the jugular. What this is, is this is their main point. If we can bring down this narrative, which we don't have to do because the evidence is coming out, and, and this is it, because then all the other things start falling into place and they're out. They don't have any other moves, like you said, you know, so this is why this is such a defining moment right now, because what God has done here essentially is he's pulled back the covers of the Wizard of Oz. And we can now see clearly what happened. And so the whole plan, the wicked agenda is being exposed. Yep. 
Now, Lance, Christian nationalism. It's, uh, you know, I, I bought a box of grape nuts and I opened it up. And when I looked inside, there were no grapes and no nuts. And I realized that that's similar to the Christian nationalist slur. What has happened is normal Christian patriotism. What all, all used to be in Disneyland, when our ball games, we sang the national anthem, we stood for prayer, and, and suddenly it's just been redefined as some treacherous movement. But here we have on January 6th insurrection proof that Trump supporters are law-abiding. Because let me tell you something about conservatives. They own guns, they know how to use them. And God help you if they ever really did want to do an insurrection. That isn't what they want to do. That isn't what hmm. they did. But this slander again and again. Yep. And, and I want to just issue a warning, Lance, to the general public. Any Christian that bases their opposition to Trump on the Russian hoax and the insurrection, you are not a truthful Christian. You're lying. You better come up with something better, and we need to nail this slander of Christian nationalism. Yeah, and, I, I and, was asking a question. Go ahead. Well, and I want to say something. I don't, I don't want to go down too deep a rabbit trail here, but do you know, a couple of different windows are opening up here. Let's take a look at that graphic that shows what an actual insurrection looks like. And by the way, the insurrection was on the left. And I would change this if, yes. I, if I had created the graphic. I wouldn't call it BLM riots because it was a BLM Antifa. Now that I know about it, I believe it was the deep state riots. It was it's a, January 6th tells me the FBI and the intelligence community have been behind these groups. They're behind Antifa and BLM, and that's why they're never prosecuted. 500 BLM riots versus January 6th. That's your left wing, right wing. Theirs lasted seven months, the summer of love. Ours lasted a couple of hours. Theirs had 20 murders committed. Ours had zero murders, but we did have martyrs. We had a woman that was shot. Hundreds of small businesses were destroyed. No businesses were destroyed on ours. 150 federal buildings were damaged. There was one federal building damaged, and I'm even wondering who the undercover agents were that helped with that right now. There's uh, 50, let's see, $1 billion to $2 billion damage. We had $1.5 million damage. 2,000 officers assaulted, 140 officers. Protesters were bailed out instantly on the left. The protesters have been kept in solitary confinement over 900. Abused, moved from prison to prison without due process for four years, and then disproportionately sentenced for 15 to 20 years for the obstruction of an official proceeding. They're encouraged by media and politicians to, remember, remember Kamala Harris uh, with Steve Colbert? How long do you think these riots are going to start, going to go? And she's laughing and giggling. <laughs> they're never going to stop. As celebrating them. On our side, they're being uh, encouraged by fringe political groups and agitators. Downplayed by the media, that was what happened with their BLM riots, but exaggerated by the media until we had a city occupied with the National Guard for a month to protect us from the dangers of shofar-blowing pro-life Catholic nuns. That's, uh, that's the actual picture. Yep, and here's the deal, folks. You gotta look at this. They say this. The narrative of the insurrection is this, Lance. They attacked our house. 
So now when your business was burned down, your life savings is destroyed, your neighborhood is wiped out by a riot. See, that doesn't count because that isn't the Capitol building in, in Washington. That's our house. And when they said our house, they didn't mean our, including you. It's their house. And their house, they fabricated an attack. But when Americans are arrested without due process, when it's based on a fallacious uh, accusation, and when they are kept in jail this way, creating an American Guantanamo is what we've done. You have to have a special kind of absolute escapism to ignore what it means and ignore what needs to be done. Now, Lance, you said something about uh, we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, but yeah. with principalities and powers that are above the pay grade. I believe demonic power is at work here. Uh, I, I believe that this is why on Firepower and on your programs, we can talk about the supernatural because we admit that evil is at work. These people are puppets. There is a dark force behind them. And therefore, our context and how we respond to this has to bear that in mind. In Ephesians 6 about the armor of God and that we're wrestling against principalities and powers. Why don't you comment on that, Lance? Bob Mumford had a great illustration uh, in a little book. We had Frankenstein on the cover of it. I'll have to get it. And it had the, I think the title was something like Frankenstein Nations. But what the image was, he, said, he was talking about this. It's a complex idea. I'm going to drop it. This is a smart audience. I'll give it to you in like 60 seconds. A corporation or an incorporated entity is, uh, can be taken over by the influence of a principality. These spirits are like clouds. They seek to penetrate the minds of individuals. And if they can penetrate enough minds, they can have agreement. When you see the rise of National Socialism or Bolshevik, uh, the Bolshevik Revolution with Lenin, what you see is the danger of a principality finding enough agreement with elites that they come under the collective influence of that spirit. You see this with Al-Qaeda. You see it with ISIS. This is the most dangerous threshold of, of, of possession. It's not individual. It's institutional. Because when a principality can find an institutional stronghold, a number of people are all thinking this way at the same time. As Christians, we're sympathetic with reaching out to LGBTQ community because we see it as a spirit that gets a hold of people that confuses and then begins by their participation to occupy their identity. What's happening in America right now ironically, is not the threat of Donald Trump as Nazis. It's so characteristic of the pathology of the left to project on you what they're doing. What's happening is a Nazification of our own government apparatus, turning the modern-day Christian citizen into the Jew who has to be watched in the country. And this is their mistake. They completely underestimate how many of us are there. And what it's going to lead to, if we keep going down this courageous road of confrontation, we will be exposing the principalities and powers and causing people to realize that they're actually uh, under a threat of a government taken over 
by an alien ideology that will destroy the nation. Now, Todd, in the rules for radicals, there is this constant drumbeat about weaponizing words. Christian nationalism is a weaponized word, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And now there's also examples of their doing what they're accusing us of doing. Uh, and and you spoke to that, and I want to, I want you to comment on that because yeah. this is what de- demon power is doing. What they're right. guilty of, they want to accuse Trump of. They're actually doing what they say we're doing. Give some that's examples. Right. Well, that's part of the rules for radicals is, is to exactly do what you just said is to accuse the other side of doing what you're doing so that they're on defense instead of offense. That's the whole objective there, you know. So they want us constantly defending ourselves. We're not insurrectionists. We we were peaceful. Meanwhile, they already know that, but they're they're putting that on us, you know. But from the from the perspective of, of what they're doing from a spiritual standpoint, think about it. The Bible says that who the Son sets free is free indeed. Where the, wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there's what? Freedom. What, what is this entity, these, these, this demonic uh, attack on America that's going against Christianity? Because that's what it is at the core trying to do. It's trying to take away our rights, our freedoms, our freedom of religion, our freedom to speak freely. Th- that's what this whole – and so more control, more draconian tyrants that are in there like we saw during you know C-19 era, but even worse. That's where the, the, the drumbeat is pushing us in that direction. And so that's why every Christian has to understand what's at stake here because you know there's nothing new under the sun. And, you know, we're kind of like uh, saying the same things that Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, thank God for him. But unfortunately, he didn't have enough time and, and he ended up giving his life and it was too late before the, the European nations were liberated. We have an opportune moment right now, but we have to understand the enemy that we're fighting. And it's not a flesh and blood enemy. It, it is a principality. It's a stronghold. It's trying to take down the freedom that America holds in the world. Because think about it. If you upend the American system, if you upend the Constitution, if you upend the freedom that we enjoy here, then what happens to the rest of the world? That darkness comes in. And, and, and then who's going to be the superpower? China. You know what I'm saying? And, and China is a communist state. And a lot of these things that they're doing are communist moves. So we have to understand this is pure evil. Reagan understood it when he was fighting against uh, the Soviet Union. He understood it was a spiritual battle. And he stood and he did what he had to do. And that's what we needed to have to do. You know what we have to do, folks? I, I don't want to go right into the next phase. We get, it gets hot. We get into some more really powerful material, but I don't want to burn you out here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make an executive decision and land the plane right here. Tomorrow, I'm going to give you part two of this powerful broadcast with Todd Coconato, Mario Murillo, and me discussing this principality and power battle. They're going to try to set up another January 6th, but this time it's going to backfire. You don't want to miss tomorrow's broadcast. And don't forget, my Patriot Food Supply. I mentioned this at the opening of the program. Go to lancewillen.com forward slash Patriot to get a special discount off of a 30-day supply of Patriot food. You want to have, the, in case an emergency happens this winter, don't, don't blame me. I told you, you can expect disruptions at the worst time. And when they happen, it's too late to go make the call. Get your supply now. We'll see you tomorrow. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.